0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, August 11th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm flying solo today because on Thursday night, The Shark is Broken opened on Broadway at the Golden Theater, and our own Dear Grace Aki works on that show, so she was there. I'm actually recording a little bit later than normal because of those reviews. Reviews started to trickle in like they normally do around 8:39 9 o'clock. But as I'm recording here at 11.08 p.m. Eastern Time, Did They Like It just put out their review recap with little blurbs from all of the reviews, but the New York Times still has not published its review. So it's a little strange. We're going to do this a little bit differently than normal because we don't have the Times. And that is, of course, the paper of record, despite the fact that many people don't think that it should be. It is the one that moves the needle the most. So we're going to have a review recap, but we were kind of waiting until the Times put out their review. And they just haven't done it yet. There really wasn't a whole lot of other news that, that came out on Thursday. So it'll be a pretty short show, but we will focus on those reviews. But of course, if you want to hear everything that's going on in the Broadway Radio feeds before anyone else, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio broadwayradio.com slash patreon. I'm doing daily log updates of everything that's going on on my trip. I did one specifically about Once Upon a One More Time and some of the things that I wish they had done differently because it's a show that I love, but I don't think is going to be hanging around on Broadway for too much longer, which really makes me upset. Then Grace and I did one uh, (laughs) walking back to the train after we went and saw one of our favorite bands, Cowboy Mouth, on Wednesday night. And then on Friday, I will talk a little bit more in depth about the shark is broken. I'll talk. uh, I'll give my general thoughts here after we do the the other reviews. Um, Then I'm going to briefly talk about a workshop that I saw called white rose. I can't do a review for that because that was not for review, but I'll just tell you a little bit about it. And then I went and saw the Uber intimate uncle Vanya. So you'll hear about all three of those things in my next travel log episode. If you head over to Patreon, but of course We are going to start with The Shark is Broken, which opened up on Broadway at the Golden Theater on Thursday night. As we've talked about before, the show was written by Ian Shaw and Joseph Nixon. Ian Shaw is one of the stars of the show as well, and he is playing his father, Robert Shaw, who was one of the stars of the film Jaws. The other two people in the show are Alex Brightman who plays Richard Dreyfuss, and Colin Donnell, who plays Roy Scheider, two of the other main stars of that show. The premise behind the play is that there were so many issues with the mechanical shark of the title, and also known as Bruce, which was the name of the more musical comedy version of the making of Jaws that played in Seattle last year, that these three men were supposed to be filming on boats quite a bit, but because the shark was broken they had to sit there and that led to a lot of discussions a lot of arguments and even some fisticuffs at times now the show was directed by guy masterson and it had an acclaimed run in london before it came to broadway the official description reads fade in the open ocean 1974 filming is delayed again The lead actors, theater veteran Robert Shaw and young Hollywood hotshots Richard Dreyfuss and Roy Scheider, are crammed into a too-small boat, entirely at the mercy of foul weather and a faulty mechanical co-star. Alcohol flows, egos collide, and tempers flare on a chaotic voyage that just might lead to cinematic magic, if it doesn't sink them all. As of recording time, as I mentioned, Did They Like It does not have the New York Times review, but it has collected 12 reviews overall. Three were positive, seven were mixed, and two were negative. Since we don't have the times to start with, we will start off with Adam Feldman of Time Out New York, who was mixed, giving the show three out of five stars. He said, quote, If not for our ongoing fascination with Jaws, the shark is broken would be of limited interest. Three men in a boat reading newspaper articles, Nixon resigns, reminiscing about their childhoods, bickering about Hollywood, and drinking a whole lot more than they should. But since the movie remains a cultural touchstone, the play makes for pleasant entertainment. Naveen Kumar, writing for Broadway News, says, quote, But neither these glimpses at their private lives, nor the play's treatment of the film's troubled production, much exceed what one could read on Wikipedia. The play amounts to little more than a companion text, a dutiful piece of fan service without its own narrative engine. Let's go to one of the ones that is positive, and that's Charles Isherwood of the Wall Street Journal, who said, "Quote." Slender though it may be at a crisp 95 minutes, it holds one's attention in no small part because the actors playing their more famous counterparts are so superb, giving performances that practically capture the personas, mannerisms, and idiosyncrasies of Shaw, Dreyfus, and Scheider, at least as documented in various books and movies about the making of Jaws. Dalton Ross for Entertainment Weekly was also positive saying quote, "And while for the characters themselves, being stuck on the boat is presented as some form of intolerable torture, for audiences, it's definitely a wild ride worth taking." Chris Jones, writing for the New York Daily News, was one of the negative reviews saying quote, "Alas, the show doesn't deliver much at all. Not only is the low-stakes script dull and pedestrian, but the characters change not at all. Despite the premise of three wild men sitting on a boat, waiting not for Godot, but sharks and Spielberg. Robert Hoffler was also negative writing for the rap saying, quote, fun summer movies are being turned into dreary summer theater this August. The tone deaf Back to the Future musical is now followed by The Shark is Broken. We'll end on a positive one here. This is Tim Teeman writing for the Daily Beast. He said, quote, but what they don't know is that Jaws will go on to become the cultural totem we know it is today. And it is in the humorous and profound gap of past and present, known and unknown, and ignorance and wisdom that The Shark is Broken wittily excels not just as a clever time capsule, but as an examination of male bonding and competitiveness, ego, frailty, fame, and filmmaking. Which is to say, you don't miss The Shark for one second. Now, when I did my travel log after having seen The Shark is Broken, I obviously couldn't talk about it. But I do think there's a lot of truth in both the positive and negative reviews for this show. To me, you don't actually have to know much about Jaws at all. If you are a human being living in the world today, chances are you know what Jaws is about. It's about a shark that attacks people on a beach and ruins a summer. That's really all you need to know from the film. But what's more important, I believe, is actually knowing the context of how this play was written. Not only that Ian Shaw wrote it and stars as his father but also that it was inspired by the fact that Ian found his father's drinking journal that he kept not only in life, but specifically while filming Jaws. And this was not because he just wanted to write down every drink that he had, it was because he acknowledged that he had a drinking problem and was trying to deal with that. And we know that he died just four years after the, the film Jaws was made. It adds a little bit more context to what Ian Shaw was trying to work through when writing this show. So to me, there is a very profound melancholy, but also sweetness to this show that I don't think is as pronounced as it could be. I think that we could have a very different type of show where this is a very hallmark look at Ian Shaw's father. We could have also seen a more high drama argumentative show where they, are, where these three men were at each other's throats. And while that did happen at times in the show, this felt like a very true to life examination of who these people were. The problem comes with the fact that I think that there were some really, really great ideas in this show about addiction, about interpersonal relationships, about fame, uh, and about ambition. However, I don't think that they were fully developed. While the kernels of those ideas are certainly there, I don't believe they're cultivated enough to actually have the impact on the audience that they really should, because there really is some interesting things that I think could have been mined. That being said, all three of the performers are fantastic they're really great and i think that if you can get over the fact that the stakes of the show are low and maybe the promise of what this premise could have given never really is achieved ian shaw colin donnell and alex brightman all give really really interesting performances especially if you know the people who they are playing my friend Jessica, who went with me to see the show, said Alex Brightman is giving more Richard Dreyfuss than Richard Dreyfuss has ever given in his life. And it's it's true that the performances really are fantastic. So to me, I was positive to mixed rather than mixed to positive I I think that there's a lot to like about the show I do wish there could have been a stronger hand either writing the script or directing the show that could have pulled on the threads that were the most interesting and most compelling a little bit more because right now everything feels very even and I don't think we really get the emotional impact that we should have from a story like this Anyway, if you would like to read all of these or other reviews, we will have both of the review recaps from Broadway World and Did They Like It in the show notes. The production of The Shark is Broken also released some highlights, so we will have highlights of that if you want to take a look and see exactly the type of performances that these three men are giving on a nightly basis at the Golden Theater. I highly recommend you check that out. The only other news news that we have is the fact that Wicked has announced that Jake Peterson will be joining the company as Bach, Jake is coming directly over from the company of Parade. He will begin performances in the role on Monday, August 14th. He'd previously played Bach on tour. I, I actually saw him on tour when Wicked came to Orlando earlier this season. He's joining Alyssa Fox as Elphaba, Mackenzie Kurtz as Glenda, Jordan Litz, who was Fierro on that tour with Jake Peterson, John Dossett as The Wizard, Tony Award winner Michelle Pauk as Madame Morrible, Kimber Elaine Sprawl as Nessa Rose and William Yeomans as Dr. Dillamond. Michael Wartell will play his final performance in the role on August 12th. Then we have two feel-good recommendations, one from me and one from somebody else. The first one is the one from me, and this is a new music video for the song Building Momentum from the Broadway-bound musical How to Dance in Ohio. We've talked about this show before. It is going to be coming to the Belasco Theater starting performances on November 15th. Alright, even though Grace is not technically here for today's episode, she is here in spirit because she actually physically is at the Golden Theater for the opening night of The Shark is Broken. But Grace, you are here while we're recording. And because you're at The Shark is Broken, you had a very special feel-good recommendation that you wanted to share with everybody on today's special occasion of opening night.
1: Yeah, so famously, as I talked about before, full disclosure, I do work on this show, but it is near and dear to my heart for, for many, many reasons, and one of which is that one of the stars, Ian Shaw, who also co-wrote the book uh, for The Shark is Broken, um, it's, it's, he's playing his father. It, we've talked about it before on the show, but I just want to highlight that Robert Shaw, Ian Shaw's father, who he's truly written the show about his birthday was august 9th And um, in commemoration of that and for opening, they've included this letter from Ian all about how he discovered his father's um, drinking journal, which he found both painful and brave, but also gave him the insight in 2017 to write this play. Um, And in the last part of it, and you'll see it on their Instagram handle as well, so we'll we'll link that in the show notes, but it's included in the program now uh, for the playbill that uh, there's this really lovely photo of little tiny Ian Shaw visiting his dad and Bruce the shark on the set of Jaws it's it's just a really sweet love letter uh piece and i really appreciate when the playwright is able to articulate something that means so much to him especially when it's like a family connection and also the the people that help bring it to life um so yeah that letter is included here
0: All right, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me anywhere at BW Matt. Don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio or BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon to hear all of my travel vlogs for the rest of the weekend while I'm here in New York City. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.